Hello, and welcome back to our podcast on Wealth Magic. This is Mars, and once again, I'm joined today by our very own Pixie Dust. Hey, guys. And Jasmine. Hello. Now, before we get started, I want to do a quick recap. Wealth Magic is a powerful grimoire developed by Damon Brand and his colleagues over at the Gallery of Magic. The goal of the book is to take the occultist through a journey of seven rituals over a course of about six months to enable a life of unlimited wealth. The first ritual, as we discussed, was an alchemical rite designed to remove the blockages that exist within the occultist. The second ritual forms a pact with three powerful angels that render the occultist omnipotent and sets the tone for the mysteries ahead. The third ritual puts the first two to the test by facilitating an environment that is conducive to allowing money to flow into you and through you. The fourth ritual is with the Archangel Raziel, and we discussed how this ritual provides the intuition and awareness needed to perceive the forces outside of your control to better analyze opportunities that are in harmony with what you are commanding the universe be manifested. The fifth ritual is all about stimulating change and removing blockages by invoking powerful alchemical spirits to elevate your ability to operate successfully in the world. The sixth working is all about bestowing wealth and honors upon the practitioner, giving you unforgiving power in the eyes of important stakeholders offering priceless reputation. And now, today folks, we are happy to be discussing the seventh working and final working. Mm -hmm. yes, Very go. happy indeed. Mm -hmm. So, we're gonna read through the, through the flow of the book really quickly and, and kind of discuss the first part, which is the sigil and the talisman itself, right? So, as you all are aware, the final working employs a demon of wealth, which gives you the ability to attract new opportunity, uh, attract new opportunities, bring good luck, and increase your your wealth. The beginning of the ritual has you kind of start through uh, sort of a visualization, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it kind of tells you to kind of consider the universe, know that you're unprotected, um, kind of gives you this idea that you need to be aware of unlucky um, events that may happen in your life. It's noticing your immortality too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And then kind of giving you an opportunity to solidify your right and your power in this ritual. What are, you, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I agree. I just, I do like that they make us aware of at any moment your heart could stop, you know? Um, and just kind of right-sizing you, but also, you know, like you said, recognizing the power at the same time. So who is Klonik? Like, this, like, everyone gets to the point in this book where they're reaching, like, the Don Dada. Like, you go through all of these rituals, the painstaking second ritual, everyone knows about that, and everything before it, to get to this point. And I believe that the preceding rituals are so important, right? They're, they're giving you... They're giving you this moment that you have right here. But who is Klonik? Why is he so big? Like, what's his deal? You want me to start giving the background here at this point, or? Yeah. All right, so um, Klonik comes from a book called Grimorium Virum. 
which is a very somewhat obscure grimoire and it appeared in um, something around 1800 but it was said to be written more than 200 years earlier around 1500 something and um, the person who was said to uh, have wrote, written it is um, Alibak the Egyptian something <laughs> it, it's, mm -hmm. it's very obscure and basically this is it's a grimoire uh, very influential glamour, but somewhat obscure because some of the sp um, spirits that are in this book are much lesser known. And they're different spirits, they're not like the, go uh, the Goetic demons, they're completely different. And it's also a different uh, method of working because these spirits are usually under um, Lucifer, um, Astaroth, or Beelzebub. And Klaunek is um, oh that's something I have to say it, he is supposed to be sitting right next to Lucifer and he's supposed to have control over the astral vault so <laughs> if you think of you know the central bank of whatever country you're in and if you think that you know the astral world he's the guy has <laughs> the astral you know the vault like where all the wealth is kept he's the guy hmm. like he has access to it and he has power over it, so he can uh, make you gain a lot of money. I can uh, actually read the most fa famous excerpt of the Grimorium Virum, where where it, it where it talks about him. Because again, there is not that much known about him. There's 18 spirits or 18 servants that work under a duke that is named Surach. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and he has 18 uh, inferior spirits that work under him. And Klaunek is the first one. And um, it is said, uh, um, according to Grimorium Verum, Klaunek uh, has power over uh, goods and riches and can help find hidden treasures for those that make a pact with them. He can give great riches, being greatly loved by Lucifer. And it is he who makes him bring the money, obey him, and he obeys. Yeah, that's it. So. Yeah, I think. And that that's interesting. Sh should give you guys an idea about who the spirit is. <laughs> you know, I like I when I first heard this and I first figured out that Clonic was essentially, you know, in a hierarchy system just beneath Lucifer, or at least submitted to him at, at his first, at his right hand. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about you, but I literally freaked out because <laughs> I thought like, whoa, like this is like serious this is serious stuff um it's a little different when you're working with you know a system that you know I'm, I'm sure most of us are all familiar with which is the demons of magic and the 72 demons thereof and um you know i just think like i've had such good success with that but i had never ever even in my wildest dreams thought of like you know sort of knocking on that door and working with very very high magic and i mean like wealth magic just tells you that it's a demon mm -hmm. and you know like man you're just like oh okay well this is probably like you know oh, a uh, demon of wealth a demon just yeah a demon this is a demon of wealth yeah you know you're thinking oh this is another walk in the park you know i've had great success in the past with demons you know i'm, I'm a i'm a, a demon evocator but like <laughs> um yeah, like this was this was big. So, let's talk about the sigil, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, the sigil's really interesting. I, I think it's uh, unique in a way. Um, I don't know. What do you think about the about the talisman, uh, Yasmin? Okay, so if you read Pumorim Theorem, there is three characters given for Lucifer, and there is one, the one with the circle and all of that. And basically, if you if you are or if you Google Clownic by himself, you'll see what which part of it is Clownic. But basically, what uh, the Gallery of Magic did here is they took Clownic's sigil and put it inside of the Lucifer sigil because the Grimorium Verum is, a, is you know, is traditional high ceremonial magic. It's a long operation where you're supposed to purify and um, and exercise the salt and the water and then read this oration and then, you know, then go through this other spirit, which is like a skirtling. So it's, it's a long operation. It's not easy to do at all. Mm-hmm. It's quite complex, actually. And, um... Yeah, so what they did is to, f- in order to form the connection, they're using this, this... Be- Talisman. Right, because the way they write it, again, is that the spirits all either go through Lucifer, Astaroth, Astaroth or mm-hmm. Belzebub, and this is clearly the Lucifer one, and yeah, they put Clownic the, um, in there, and it's the one that is like the lowest. So basically what you're saying is is that this talisman essentially... Wh- is is originally can originally be found in the Grimmerium Vorum, right? Yes. First of all, uh, yeah. Grimmerium Vorum, Verum, excuse mm-hmm. me. I apologize. I wanted to make sure I got that correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but what they've done is if they added a small change to it, which was to put the the sigil of of actually of Clonic in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that this talisman, when used this way? is an effective way because there is is like the shortcut you know so because you're you're skipping the other steps steps and you're supposed to go through these other spirits and call the skill and whatever and they said okay let's let's make a shortcut i mean this is just how i interpret this so yep. okay let's mm-hmm. take you know lucifer's talisman and then um put clownic in there so we make sure we get the correct spirit, spirit, and it's also empowered in a way because we go through Lucifer. That's interesting. Yes. I, just, so, I think it's interesting that there's absolutely no mention of Lucifer in this at all. You know, like, yeah. I mean, because it's minority of this is Clownic's sigil. Yeah. Yeah, but, but at the same time, it's because you're not calling him directly. It's just more, it, it, it is um, similar to... I guess it's unnecessary information, but it's still... Yeah, it's similar to me to when, um, you know, in a lot of, like, the angelic books, you will also put other other names of gods around in a way. It's just to form the connection. Or or um, in the angel book, they go through Raziel. You, you know what I mean? It's just there is a power in going through, like, the superior spirit. And in this case, according to Grumorium Verum, Lucifer is the superior in this situation. So it would make sense to just use the talisman without to ever mention him but still it will still be empowered and go through him in a way and be authentic because also oh that's um well i don't want to skip forward already to the words of power but because this is the conjuration to the inferior spirits it, it is not necessarily um specific to clownic yeah that's what makes sure that you, you know it's still authentic it's all taken from the original procedure procedure so it made sense because 
if they would have not uh, used the Lucifer thing at all, then it's like then um, it would have been less powerful because, especially when combination with the conjuration, because it is specific to this ritual that the Grimorium Verum gives you. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just they kept the most important part. That's why. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. The the conjuration is interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think. I think you you had something you wanted to say about it, but in essence, what is it? I mean, what what are we what are we? Wh I mean, obviously we're conjuring, um, clonic, but what's what's going on here? Okay, what is going on is that in Grimorium Virum, like I mentioned before, there is superiors. It's a hierarchy, and there is you know, specific conjurations to Lucifer, Beelzebub, whatever, and to certain superior spirit, to just the superiors, but since uh, Lucifer is an inferior that is even working under Duke Siraj, which is, kind, which is kind of confusing to me because he's not even mentioned much, but those 18 servants, they have like, I guess, I, I pictured almost like in a company, like the supervisor. <laughs> it's not the big boss, but it's some supervisor of the 18 servants, mm -hmm. which Klaunik is the first off. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then the Grimorium uh, Verum gives you the conjuration to the inferior spirits. So the, so these are so these are basically spirit names that we're going through. That's the thing to be honest, well, I I do not recognize the language at all. It seems to be some secret magic language. Mm. Or it seems to be maybe other entities, but it's it's also not the servants. It's not like the names of the servants. It, it, it is something different, and I don't recognize the language. But like I said, the Grimorium Verum is somewhat of an obscure book. So to me, yes, they do sound like uh, some kind of spirits, but I do not know who, who they are. <laughs> and again, those... This conjuration is used for all the lesser spirits. It's because it says in the Grimorium Verum, conjuration of the lesser spirits. And those those conjuration of the lesser spirits are essentially what we're saying here, right? Yes, it, that's exactly what. Yeah. Okay. Because, but that is correct because that is what you would use for any of those um, to get any of those eighteen servants. Definitely. That's awesome. And it seems like with this, like, you know, we're not getting some made up, um, you know, new age stuff that like, you know, is, is being invented or untried. It looks like we are using a solid conjuration that actually has a lot of egregore and energy to it. Oh, yes, for mm. sure. And yeah, this is hundreds of years old. Yeah, we're connecting to very powerful magic that has, you know, endured thousands. Who knows? Thousands is not even the right number, but you know, uncountable amounts of rituals. So you call Klonik under the power of the sacred names Adonai, Iel, and Elohim. And then you're asked while you're staring at the talisman to tell him what you're, what, you know, that you want your wealth to expand and not to specify, but just telling Klonik, hey, you know, when I have this kind of money this is like what I want right and this is like where it gets interesting for me at least because like I have like personal like personal stories about it I mean first of all like I come from like a poor um background right I had no money I had nothing I mean 
I was just telling you guys today how like you know one of the rituals that I did the first ritual that I ever did which is with an angel was just so I can buy my kids Christmas presents right mm -hmm. um, and yet today like you know just recently actually I, I had an interesting revelation happen to me um, my daughter had picked up a dandelion and said you know dad um, make a wish and blow it right and uh, the, the the suggestion is that if you 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 blow the dandelion if you blow off all the what are those called stems oh, yeah. yeah whatever they yeah. are petals petals yeah. yeah um that if you you know if you blow them all off with one blow then your wish comes true or whatever and so um so as she handed me the dandelion i like kind of at that at that exact moment i was thinking about you know what to wish for and my mind kind of drew a complete blank this happened a couple of weeks ago because the thing is, is I couldn't think about anything to wish for, right? Because it, it was basically at this moment I realized that everything I told Clonic that I wanted, that I wanted to do with my money, the things that I wanted to purchase, the lifestyle, the status, it was in this exact moment that I realized that it all happened. It's already happened. Mm. That is I just got chills. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's just such a powerful ritual. You go through all of, all of these workings to get to this point. And it's euphoric. Mm -hmm. It's like when you like the. I mean, when I first got like my job that I'm currently working at now, like making like the offer that they gave me, like I showed it to my wife, and like I like looked at it. Obviously, I had it, and I'm just sitting here thinking like, this can't be true. I pinched myself <laughs> because I believe that I was dreaming, right? I like. I was just ecstatic, obviously, and, and the whole feeling was euphoric. I was I had never had such a good thing happen to me before mm. in my life. And it was it was this moment that everything pivoted for me, mm -hmm. right? It was I you know, was able to fix my credit score, which was mm. terrible. Mm. Um you know, I like not money related, but one of the things I also told Clonic too was that I wanted to improve my um relationship with my daughter. Mm. And that was like you know everything. Every you have to. This is this is kind of like a, a twofold point, but you have to be careful what you wish for, mm -hmm. right? And I mean this in a good way because your interpretation of what wealth is mm -hmm. ultimately is what will happen for you. Mm -hmm. And so if you need to, if if you need to revise your 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 visualization plan while you're talking to Clonic, or you need to really truly think about what wealth means to you, make sure you do that before this. But anyway, one of the one of the one of the wishes that I had was that I could improve my relationship with my oldest daughter, who's 14 years old. And this is a sort of this is like a this is like a a manifestation of wealth because I thought that you know maybe not money related, but that if I was happy to enjoy my wealth with my daughter and that we have such a good relationship where we can enjoy each other's company together, this would be the ultimate, you know, feeling right here. I was soon enough able to fix my credit, buy a house for my family, become a landlord, buying multiple properties, and, you know, like, just doing all these things in such a short period of time. Um, all of this from what? From taking action, of course. I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, wait for the money to come for me. I didn't wait for these opportunities that came for me. I actively went out there mm -hmm. and I got some rejection. I did, you know, a couple of times I felt like, geez, this book, you know, I don't know what's up. Like it's, why isn't it working? But 
the opportunities that came and the moments that I felt intuitively that, hey, I'm going to seize this and this is going to work, they outweighed the amount of times that I felt like there was a failure. Definitely. That's an awesome story. Thank yeah. you. So happy for it. I've been, you know, taking note, sort of going back and realizing the transformation that Lost Magic has brought to my life as well. And um, I say a transformation because it has transformed me just in like the two, three years after doing it. I mean, I have done it twice, but I mean, in ways that I never even thought possible. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, on the outside and on the inside, materialistically and internally, mainly internally, as far as what I what I thought possible. Um, and I only finished the second round this past year, I think in April or maybe a little earlier, but anyways. Um, so I don't believe that the results have fully manifested. I mean, I know they haven't, um, but I can also feel that I'm on my way to what I asked for and I can already see some of these manifestations coming because the second time that I did Wealth Magic was a lot more, it was a lot more focused and I was just in a more evolved and different place than I was the first time I did it. The first time, like I was saying earlier, I really did not know what I was getting myself into. You know, <laughs> like I, I had, it was the second uh, Gallery of Magic book I'd done. The first one was um, Magical Cash book, you know, and I'd gotten a little success with that and I was like, let me just jump right into Wealth Magic. Um, and that was the best thing I could have done, honestly. Um, and and so when I did it the second time, I asked Clownek, you know, I, I like that they say don't, uh, you know, don't specify how you want the wealth to increase because we never know how anyways, you know. I mean, and, and usually what we expect to happen isn't going to happen exactly. anyways. Um, but, you know, we can visualize what we want and, you know, like that, like you said, our definition of wealth and, and everything. And, and I, think the, I think the rituals, you know, preceding this – hopefully uh, can inspire some thought behind what wealth means to you, you know, like because you're, you're doing them for 122 days actually before uh, you get to this one. So, um, and, you know, so hopefully you have some time to think about it. So when I was there, you know, I specified like freedom of my time and freedom of my money. Um, and, you know, as a creative person, like there's these creative projects that I, I hope to gain wealth from in the future because they're not fully manifested and done yet but like you know during that second round I even got a job that allows me to first of all I got this job where I make more money than I've ever made in any job and I do the least amount of work than I've ever done in any job and um and while I'm on the clock with this job like I have the time to work on the creative projects that I struggled to find time for before when I was working like older jobs you know and just like not happy and knew it wasn't fulfilling you know when I was like bartending and serving like it was just like I knew it was, yeah I was done with that and um and so I got that you know that's the first manifestation but like that's not all I asked for you know and I mean it not, not everything's gonna happen you know overnight obviously and but even just within like the, all this has happened in less than a year you know I mean and and the transformation from when I first started this in 2019 I mean holy shit like I mean pardon my French but like it's 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 like a, you know, a 180 I guess not a 360 because totally. you know like um and and it's you know totally evolved me as a magician and as um 
yeah, I, like as a magician and just a spiritual person, I've learned so much, you know? I mean, I've met so many people that I continue to learn stuff from, like you guys included. I mean, here we are. Can I give out our location right now? We're can I sure. we're in Salem, Massachusetts. You know, all filming together. All right filming right together. Now. This is the first podcast that we've actually been in person recording. You know, that's not online, and we're from three different states and multiple states from from the other people that have been in this podcast along the way. And like, what a beautiful thing that is. You know, like we were all strangers. Amen. You know, like all strangers, and now here we are sitting like because of this book. And, and I consider both of you guys friends, you know, and that's, and that's, that's a level of wealth in and of itself, in my opinion, to me. And, um, and it's cool to be able to watch my own wealth and y'all's wealth grow together, you know, and like see, see us all rise up oh, how yeah. we're meant to. Um, and I know we're not done yet, so <laughs> we still got more growing to do, but yeah. You think, uh, you think it's worth doing it a third time? <laughs> Third time's a charm, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's only my second time. I'm starting soon. Yeah, yeah. Whoever wants to join. I feel like the first time around, um, it was interesting. I I did see some changes, but I have to admit that the reason why the first time I feel didn't work for me was because I did not understand the the definition of wealth, mm. and so my interpretation of it was you know not in line with what i really really like wanted for myself you know like when i visualize what a wealthy person was i wasn't i wasn't distinctly like um describing it properly right mm -hmm. and so the you know these two were not in line but i feel like the second time around you know like like i've said before in the previous um podcast you know, I believe magic comes from a place of pain, right? Mm. And, and you know, I had, like, just a painstaking time, like, going through wealth magic, really not seeing the results that I had hoped for, but also, you know, kind of being, you know, going easy on myself and saying, you know, you need to try this again with a little bit more clarity um, and stuff like that. And I believe that the second time I did it, the results happened exponentially. Like everything manifested extremely fast. Like my wife tells me to this day, like, you're so lucky. Mm -hmm. And she knows about like all of this, like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like, it's not luck. It's, it's truly a blessing. It's not luck at all. It's, yeah. and it's what, you know, it's what I wanted mm -hmm. and it's what she wanted. And and you know these things are what keep us you know everyone you know every some people out there will tell you geez you know money's not everything or uh money doesn't bring you happiness but mm -hmm. you know who, who says that who broke people poor say people that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Broke, no no wealthy person, people with no lack of mindsets it is such nonsense because money will bring you happiness on some level and a lot of people do not have enough money and do not to not have enough money is pain Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Just in this world. It can be. We, we don't live uh, on a mountain in Tibet, probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> None of us do, but I don't think yeah. anyone of our listeners are. So, mm -hmm. you know, we live in a very materialistic world. And in order to not only survive, but thrive and enjoy it. Have fun. We're you know, you you need some financial needs. That's mm -hmm. I, I believe money does bring happiness. Uh, yeah, I do too. Money <laughs> makes the world go round. Yeah. 
and you know money talks bullshit walks excuse my french <laughs> but like i've i know that like having money like i'm able to just you know do anything that i want and like you know if i want to go on vacations like that was another thing that i told clonic that i wanted to go like to travel more to travel and view the world mm-hmm. learn new cultures and culture my children as well mm. um you know that mm. that was like that was like a big uh, big ask as well and and it's manifested and i have it now third time sorry were you gonna say something i did have something but i want i don't want to interrupt your train of thought well i was just gonna say a third time for me like um i'm like such a humble person and like i was telling you guys earlier like I just feel like I'm at a point right now where, you know, anything else that I could ask for would just be, like, you know, high extreme luxuries that, I mean, I don't know, maybe, like, a yacht. Like, (laughs) you know, I've often toyed with the idea of, like, doing wealth magic focused on being, like, on Forbes list. (laughs) But, like, I mean, just this thing is so powerful. Like, Mm -hmm. I truly believe that you can. Like, this is, like, if you put this to the test... Mm-hmm. You could you could hit the Forbes list. You know but, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, did you finish go ahead, yours? No, I'll go ahead, I just go ahead. like because I was thinking about like the unexpected results that I'm realizing kind of now were a result, but more or less, I mean, it may have happened with or without wealth magic, but I mean, I literally gained a new. I mean, this may not happen for everybody, but me personally, I gained a new family during this time of doing wealth magic, and for me. This is like a family that I is is a is a good not that I had a bad family before you know I have a great like it's a complicated story I'm not getting into right now but just the wealth of this family bond and this connection and these like like um you know it it's something that I had always dreamed of literally it's something I always felt like the like siblings and and, and stuff and I always wanted this like secure solid family unit you know not perfect but. that's something I actually gained and I don't even think it's something I realized I wanted but I truly feel wealthier like it is definitely a level of wealth and like I mean like I said it maybe would have happened without this book but I don't think I would have seen it as a result of wealth or even as like a wealthy like um I don't know thing if I hadn't done this book you know or if I didn't have the perspective on wealth that I do now after having done this book um, and, and, you know, because of that, now I'm so grateful for it. Like, it just makes me more grateful because I realize, like, that that's a richness that it brings to my life. Um, because they're connections, you know, and life's about relationships and everything. And, um, and so, I mean, like I said, not probably not everyone's going to gain a new family from doing this, you know. But <laughs> for me, that was just a really cool, like, beautiful thing that, that manifested in addition to, you know, money earned and, and other things, too. Yeah. Um, so it's wealth is a very flexible definition, I guess, or multiple yeah. meanings. You can have a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You can have a wealth of friendships. You can have a wealth of materialistic objects. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all based on your interpretation. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Great point. Yeah. And I, I do love just the perspective shift that this book has brought me in regards to how I think about wealth because, oh my God, like before I, I mean, I was, I was what, 25, 24 when I started this book? I mean, I was, and, and, and 
I mean, regardless of age, like, as far as being an occultist and being a magician, like, I did not consider myself a magician or an occultist and or even somebody that was smart with finances, you know, like, starting this book, I was in a very low point, you know, I had nothing to lose. I felt like, how could I go any lower than I've already gone? Like, I'm really not even afraid of that because, like, I've already been to the bottom. And, you know, and, I, and, and that was really what, like, what kept, what made me do it, you know, is I was like, I literally have nothing to lose. Like, I've lost everything already, you know, if I lose the stuff I have now, it's not going to be that much, so, you know, and I, and, and now here we are, and I'm, like, like, just completely different, and I just feel like a completely different person, almost. I, I love that so much, because, like, same here, like, I, like, I can't even describe, like, what the feeling is, like, reaching this point for me, but, like, it's almost hard to think that, wow, like, I was the same person you were describing earlier, like, just not even hesitating this, like, just mm -hmm. saying, like, there's nothing that could be worse mm -hmm. than this, like, often people talk about skipping the Angels of Omnipotence, too, oh, no. to, 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 you know, go directly to all the other rituals in the event, to, to like, avoid the disruption, disruption. That, but the disruption is so necessary you know mm -hmm. and you know I tell them the same thing it's like look you have to decide whether this is like really important for you mm -hmm. and and if it is then if you if you feel like there's another way to go about this mm -hmm. then do that first but if you're going to commit to this do it the right way obviously what's worse being and living in a life of poverty or putting everything at stake with this book, going all in and, yeah. and, and doing it. And it's really like feeling stuck in that life of poverty, you know, like not even giving yourself the option to do anything about it. Well, yeah, it's hard, it's hard. It's it hard, to, hard, it's hard yeah. to imagine what that life would be when you're, when all you live is what you currently, what you're currently seeing right now. I mean, how, mm. how, how, how feasible is it to think about that to visualize yourself being in that situation it's incredibly difficult it it's is. incredibly difficult i do like though that damon writes in the book he says commit to the magic and you will get what you truly want commit to all the magic though you know from beginning to end like in order <laughs> um and yeah like you you will and i i think you know what the coolest part is it's not like a superficial want either like it's it's like a truth to me like it's it's my authentic self it's it's aligned me more with my authentic self and and like the things that I want like that I'm manifesting are things that I'm passionate about you know it's not just like I want this job because it makes a lot of money it's like no I love to do this or whatever and you know like I know that this could be a lucrative like whatever or something you know and and along the way I've gotten another job you know that does make me more money and can support like these other hobbies that I would like to turn into money making things eventually but um but I'm not passionate about that job you know I love it like it's a great job for now and I'm happy to do it but like it's not my passion and that's okay um you know it's definitely a better job than I had when I started this uh but but yeah and just I kind of not a train of thought right there but um that's okay <laughs> that's okay um so uh, Yasmin, like you're you're actually in the process of um, releasing a book pretty soon on on um, Klonic. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, excited. what was your inspiration behind doing that? 
Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, I've been, well, I've done the um, Wealth Magic book once. I started working with them actually before about Wealth Magic, to be honest. But so it's just a spirit that is very close to me, and I just feel. Um, there is not a lot of information about them, as we see with Grimorium Verum. It's all very obscure, and I just want to offer a little bit more information on how he works, because he has a kind of specific way of working. Maybe we should talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> because, um, yeah, so how he works and how other, and I want to give people different options on how to work with him. And that's all. I just—it's one of these things. I just feel like I want to get the information out there, and yes, I—it j- was just something. It—it it needs to be done, and mm. I'm happily doing it because he's so ex- obscure. But I see there is so much interest because of co- of course mm-hmm. he is such a great demon to work with, and he's the demon for wealth. Yes, there there's other demons that can bring you wealth too, but. He has just has a very unique way, and again, there's not a lot of uh, information about him. So I just wanted to contribute to, you know, mm-hmm. the knowledge that is out there, and just give more practical ways to work with them. Because I feel like th- there's not that much out there. That's yeah. awesome. No, and thank you for We're your excited. contribution. Mm-hmm. I really hope it goes well. What's the name of the book? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say it yet, oh, but, okay. <laughs> but but it will Clownic is part of the name. So got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> But I, I, I will share this. All right. Well, we look forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And as far as Clonic's energy is concerned, I don't know. I felt like the energy was pretty, like, low-key for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might have been because of where I was doing it. I mean, rem- you know, just to remind you all, like, you're you're supposed to do this at, like, close to sunset mm-hmm. or as close to sunset as possible uh i had such a unique living situation where during that time of the day like i lived in a small house with all of my family uh, so i couldn't do it so i actually got in my car and mm-hmm. would drive down to like the height b- the the behind the building of the high school mm-hmm. in my in my in my city in my community and like i would face you know mm-hmm. the sunset because i had a nice sunset and I would just like do it there, um, but yeah, like what are your like what kind of energy vibes did you guys get? Did you get anything? It depends. I mean, um, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, his presence depends for me. Like sometimes it's super obvious and he speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not as much. But what I wanted to point out about him is that's just my experience. Like the results. Is are super obvious with Clownic. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Like, and he will, he's one of these spirits, like, not every spirit will let you know that it's him, but he has his ways, like, he will almost put a stamp on something and be like, mm-hmm. hey, this is me, by the way, <laughs> doing this for you. Oh he my will god, send you so signs. <laughs> so even if you, even yeah, if, really. if you may not feel him one day, but the way that he brings results, and it can be quite, quite aggressive quite aggressive mm. and I just wanted to do comment on that really because I just feel like he is slightly better to work with if you have a little bit more of a um, flexible income like I, I don't know how he works with 
a nine to five situation. Mm-hmm. I, I hear stories that people just get fired just to upgrade their job. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you're self-employed or you have some kind of commission work, then, um, or, you know what I mean, or independent contractor, self-employed entrepreneur, anything that has a bit more flexibility in uh, the income, he has more sp- space to work with. I mean, that is in general with wealth magic. It is more difficult mm. if you are on a fixed income every single month. Mm. Yeah. But I heard stories from several people that he will make you lose your job, but he will bring you a better job. Mm. <laughs> you won't be, y- you know, you will be better off after. But I just, it just seems like if you are more of a free. You know, mm-hmm. more if you have more flexibility, he works especially well. Hmm. Yeah. But he's also like he works aggressive. That's what I'm saying, and that confirms that's why people sometimes lose their jobs. Hmm. It's a disruption. Hmm. Yeah, along the way. Yeah, I, you know, I I think about that a little bit, and I often used to say, you know, he's this not this isn't a very disruptive ritual, but Mm-mm. in a way, in a way, it kind of was for me actually, mm-hmm. because it's like you said earlier, and I like totally agree you like underscored it when you said that like he he like works in a very exaggerated way and it's so true <laughs> it's like it's so obvious yeah it's so obvious in that it was face. him and, he, and and the things you know the thing that is crazy is that the things that i told him right they like happened mm-hmm. like it, it happened like things that i mean I, i'm just gonna go around in a circle but like essentially like things that i really without a doubt like had I not told them to him, like, I wouldn't have been able to do. Like, it's just, like, so obvious that, like, these were things that, like, were outside of my realm. Like, mm-hmm. out, of, out of my circle, out of my ability to con- to, to, mm-hmm. to contemplate. And, and yet, yeah. it just, it just happened. It's things just magic. happened. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And, um, I yeah, you really underscored it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I'm I'm kind of just like smiling because I'm thinking of just the the obvious results, you know, and it's almost things that are like, like, like glaring like gold. I don't know, you know, and it's like things that I that are just so maybe random in my life, you know, um, that have either really assisted me or been a result of like wealth magic. That's just like well. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like obviously, yeah. I remember. This brings me back to the last day of my calling to Klonic. Um, I remember I was following the same procedure, going out, you know, tra- you know, chasing the sunset out there in my car, mm-hmm. um, getting ready to do the ritual. I did the ritual. I completed it. And prior to the ritual, I told myself, you know, hey, I'm gonna like really focus on this ritual and like. I'm gonna like give it my all, like a hundred percent. Like not that like what the rituals that I did before it weren't authentic, mm-hmm. but this one I was gonna say like I'm really gonna put like a hundred and fifty percent in it. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting, you know, um to sense the energy. So I go through the ritual, you know, I put my all in it, I'm done. I just you know how you kinda stay quiet for a moment after you do magic and you just kinda like sense mm-hmm. Um, everything and I didn't sense anything hmm. but then out of nowhere this woman knocked on my window hmm. and I lower the window and I mean I'm just like appalled at the moment <laughs> because like I just finished the ritual and I'm trying to sense like anything 
And she looks at me and she says, that's a beautiful sunset. Oh my God. I get, yeah. wow, chills all over my body right now. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. That and I was like, jeez, that's awesome. I didn't, even know what to, I didn't even know what to say to her. I was just like. Speechless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was my, uh, that was my experience there, but. What were you saying yesterday about spirits speaking through people sometimes? Yeah. 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 That's what I was just mm -hmm. That sometimes, you know, sometimes you can have like an experience with somebody who, you know, they may not, they, you may not know them, but coincidence just start to happen. And then all of a sudden you start to see these people and it's like mm -hmm. the spirit world kind of like communicates through people. Yeah. You know? Totally. So, um, yeah, that's what I, I got was chills saying. again. Confirmation chills. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, that girl that I was telling you about last night that, uh, Yasmin and I ran into on the way down here. Um, like that was just. You know, as we were coming to do this podcast, and then we meet this like basically fellow witch just at a at a gas station. I mean, that was very synchronistic and uh, and very cool. She was very good energy. So you know, I feel like when you said the spirit thing, I feel like maybe she was like a, a cheerleader spirit, like you know. Definitely. I yeah. I feel like he made her say that because yeah. the sunset, and I I wanted to mention <laughs> that Klonik is more of a day demon, but he has said that his. His specific time of the day is a sunset, so mm -hmm. it's no, it, it is not random that the gallery writes um, shortly after sunset or close to the sunset. You know what we were no when we met that girl last night. It was shortly after sunset. Um, now I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So that That's was pretty cool. Oh, mm -hmm. also one more thing I want to point out. According to Grumorium Verum. He's a spirit of Mars, because all those servants that I was talking about earlier, that he's the first out of 18 servants, they're all attributed to uh, Mars. And I just feel like maybe that also explains why he works like so like aggressively. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, because he's actually a spirit of Mars. That I makes mean, sense. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. I do want to maybe just like, just get y'all's, uh, input on this too because I have a lot of questions from just subscribers that ask or that watch my channel and listen to the podcast about you know maybe they have a hang up on working with a demon and I get it I mean I do um, and my advice is always to just like basically get over it and do it you know <laughs> and um, and you know more politely I guess but but what do you guys, what would y'all say? I mean, if, you know, if, if you, if somebody was wanting to do wealth magic, but, you know, maybe they, like, were thinking about skipping this, because I've seen people say that, or they're like, you know, like, I just, I just don't know about, like, the demon, but I want to, and I'm like, you know, well, just then do it. Like, I mean, maybe it's the, maybe y'all's answer is just like mine, but, you know, I wanted to n have another voice be heard, too, and just, uh. And I, I mean, as we, this is the final, we did several podcasts where we, did kind of prove that several of these spirits are somewhat demonic or they're not mm -hmm. angels and it's definitely not the only demon it's just the the other ones are lesser known mm -hmm. so uh and then there's also other spirits that are maybe not demons but they're still somewhat dark darker spirits mm -hmm. as well but they're so obscure that they did not feel like they have to name this demon, but anyways, get, mm -hmm. getting off topic, but my point is the whole book has, you know, those. Is, this is not an angel anymore, okay? <laughs> there is different classes of spirits in there. Some are demonic, some are, I mm -hmm. guess the black bullet ones are some kind of fire spirits, but they're also darker spirits. Mm -hmm. 
and um, and then Iniquil. Anyways, it's just that if you want to work with this book, you have to get over it, and it's mm -hmm. not like you can skip one ritual. Because I could see some people skipping like Clownic, mm -hmm. but then they're still calling oh Calvania, which that is a demon as well. It's if you want to work with this book, you have to get over it. But mm -hmm. just know that there's safeguards in place, and that you also, in all cases, saying words of names of uh, words of you know names for God. Mm -hmm. to um, call them from that side. This is not a left-hand path book either because mm -hmm. you, uh, you know, like we just read the, um, from the, oh, wait, wait, we didn't, we did not read the words of power, but, um, you know, by the sacred names of Adonai, El Elohim, for example, here, and, um, yeah, most of the rituals, they have some kind of safeguards mm -hmm. yeah. so in place. So it, it is safe enough to even do for a beginner, as we can all attest to. And yeah. we've all yeah. seen it. I, I think at this point, we all know so many people who have done it in somewhere mm -hmm. like a beginner level, and they're fine. They did, they did not wake up in the middle of the night. And mm -hmm. They did not start to see devils. Yeah. You no know one died, no tragic accidents. Right, like nothing bad happened to anyone even years after. The results are overwhelmingly life-changing and very positive. So, mm -hmm. And I've also never heard that anyone had even a scary experience. So just keep that in mind. This, this is just a um, review mm -hmm. from knowing very a lot of people who have done it. And it just seems to be safe any anyways mm -hmm. i would agree with that like a hundred percent like you know in the in the facebook group like we really truly have like a close community and everyone's mm -hmm. talking and mm -hmm. and you know some of these people you know communicate with me even years later you know they appear back in the group again after like being inactive for a while and all you just all you hear is like yeah just you know i had a i had a, a time where i just had to focus and paid off like everything's great mm -hmm. like in the group like there's never been anything that is remotely concerning mm -hmm. yes you know and so like you know like and just kind of going back to the original question which is you know is it is it safe to do this and skip the book it's totally safe in general mm -hmm. um yes mm -hmm. or uh, skip the skip the last ritual i mean mm -hmm. um, it's totally safe in general um but you know if you're gonna go through all of that work in the beginning <laughs> mm -hmm. all of the life changes all of the alchemy to then skip like the main event mm -hmm. that it's a you know it's counterintuitive right yeah yes and um just from you know studying the book and have, having done it it's just there is the gallery really figured out a great way to have this process supported by all these different pieces. All every spirit is a piece of a puzzle. You cannot mm -hmm. leave out a piece. It, mm -hmm. You will not get these great results if if, if you leave out the piece. It's like leaving out an ingredient to a recipe. Yeah. It does not work. Exactly. Totally agree. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had something to say. It's just if anything if someone was to be scared of anything it's, it's not this bit it's like be scared of yeah your life will change mm -hmm. that that is the scary part like, mm -hmm. yeah be careful what you wish what you will right sometimes see drastic changes yeah mm -hmm. and, and that's a good point that you bring that yeah. up because a lot of folks will come in and like they they won't do it because you know honestly they're just scared of that mm -hmm. they're 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 scared of being successful it's weird and, mm -hmm. and it sounds like crazy but, but some people just aren't common. ready. Yeah. yeah, they 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 create these self limiting th these self limitations that 
ultimately limit their ability to be successful and it's just like you've got the you've got the roadmap and mm -hmm. the the you've got the path laid out for you right here this is everything you need you know right. as you said it's just like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of rituals mashed together into uh, a grimoire which basically has all of its original um egregore intact energy intact from the, the from the sources mm -hmm. and here it is do it and you know as he suggests at the end of the book you know if you do this the right way and you devote yourself to it you're going to be successful mm -hmm. if that's what you want then you can't leave this last part out yeah and i think i think honestly like a huge part of or you know what could be helpful is just a sense of community like that um the facebook group brings and also that i that i had luckily you know and feel blessed to have had when i started wealth magic so that i wasn't alone in doing this um because i feel like if i had been alone i might have maybe psyched myself out more you know um maybe maybe not but just the fact that to, to have other people to know other people that are doing this too um you know i think i think that's maybe the uh the evidence that people need in order to see like yeah this isn't so scary you know and like yeah you can hear us us three say that you know but when you see dozens of people you know or say that hundreds even like then that's more proof you know and just um just more confirmation so so i, I really am grateful that you have you know you have that facebook uh group and everything and that there is a community for this sort of thing you know yeah. Um, and that it's not something that just because it is a cult, you know, like there's other people in the occult, like that we, you can share it with. It doesn't have to remain like a hidden secret, like, you know, you know, maybe just from some people, but not from everybody. And, um, it's and a, it's so much to learn from others too. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a tough commitment and I, I agree with you. I think if, if you don't have like friends around that you can talk to or ask questions, I mean, sometimes like people ask questions in the group that you know i i never would have thought of before and like they're interesting and i mm -hmm. read the book i've read the book obviously twice and done it twice mm -hmm. but sometimes they just you know they ask in very interesting questions that like you know where are you going to get this information from you know damon brand and the gallery of magic you know you can't ask them questions anymore <laughs> you can't get any information out of them mm -hmm. um trust me i tried it <laughs> um but like yeah like you know it's 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 definitely great it's mm -hmm. definitely great the, the the group originally started as just a a few folks we all were doing i was doing it my second time we were all doing it together and then people just started knocking on the door like wanting to know like how our experience was and at the time there was nothing out there no one like no one ever commented on it and a lot of people like though there were people that were very successful at it and um had a lot of great things but they disappear and they wouldn't talk about it mm. and you know here we are we've definitely created a community with those who are starting out and were like me at the beginning of this had nothing and then then there's people like me who are devoted to the group mm. to answer questions in the hopes that you do this and become successful at mm -hmm. it so that you know i can see you all at the top Mm -hmm. and 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 you know watch you guys improve your lives and make it better mm -hmm. um um that's what the group has been devoted to and some of those people that have been successful you you know you see them come back mm -hmm. and 
they're talking and they're they're helping too and and that's also great you know that's part of the community um but it's just so awesome it's so it's so phenomenal to have that support system there mm-hmm. yeah it really is it's it's a cool thing yes definitely I, yeah i'll i'll join the club soon <laughs> Awesome. Well, this was our very last podcast. I want to thank everyone who has been uh, tuning in and uh, listening to us talk about this phenomenal book. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be the very last time that we talk about the book uh, ever again. So I hope that the preceding uh, podcast, uh, um, you know, uh, conversations and discussions that we've had have been helpful. Um, again, I want to thank everyone who's tuned in. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy, and thanks again. Yeah, thank you guys. It means thank a lot. Thank you.